Well, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of uh, Table Talks here at Shepherd's Heart. I'm really excited today to have Jessica Addis with us, who is the really new CEO of Prosper Waco. Welcome, Jessica. Uh, thank you, Howard. Thank you for having me here with you today. It's so exciting to to get you in because I know there are a lot of things that Prosper Waco is accomplishing, and we'll get to more of that later. First, tell me a little bit about you. Where are you from? Sure. So I am from here in Waco, Texas, um, at least by by most people's standards. My family moved here when I was in kindergarten. Uh, I graduated uh, yeah, close enough. I'm a yeah. proud graduate of Waco Public Schools, graduated from, from Waco High, um, and came back to Baylor and finished here and um, from grad school and then moved um, out of state um, soon after finishing and moved back about 10 years ago. So um, Waco is home. I have family and uh, you know, parents and one of my siblings that are here. And so really happy to be back home in this community. So growing up in Waco probably gives you a pretty uh, inside track for what Waco needs, what you'd like to see happen, mm-hmm. uh, like what's happening downtown. That's kind of exciting, isn't it? Oh, it's very exciting. You know, I, um, I, um, before joining Prosper Waco, I spent um, some time at the State Chamber of Commerce, which is based out of Austin, Texas, and I was commuting. But be- and before that was um, at the Waco Chamber of Commerce. And so, um, you know, which has really is our the, the Economic Development Corporation for the community. And so, you know, one of the things that we love and always loved visiting with our friends across the street at City Hall and with the Convention and Visitors Bureau on you know, Chip and Joanna kind of tapped in uh, and told the world what we already knew, which is that Waco is just a fantastic place to live and work and play. And, um, you know, they captured that momentum of the growth that was really already happening. So I love seeing, you know, I remember the, the streets of downtown Waco uh, as a young yeah. person. And it's so exciting now to see this vibrant community. It and, is. It's become really quite the vibrant community. Mm-hmm. A lot of places go, things to do. And we're just getting started good, aren't we? Absolutely. No, I think there's great things ahead. And, you know, one of the things that I love about Waco is just really the, um, you know, I think we have great leadership across the board of our community at organizations like, like yours um, and, you know, public sector leadership, elected officials at the city and the county, and then, um, you know, community leaders at other area nonprofits and and partners. And I, I'm excited that um, we have such a strong sense of identity and community um, and people who are willing to work together to kind of help us to grow in the way that will we'll be for the good of all of Waco. It's kind of the definition of community of doing things together, right? Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. Well, Tell me about Prosper Waco. What is your vision or what is the vision of Prosper Waco and what is your vision coming in? Yeah. So Prosper Waco works to build and to facilitate a community where all people in Waco can make measurable income improvements to um, their life opportunity and outcomes. So improvements to their education, to their financial security, um, to health. Uh, we know that Waco has had a tremendous amount of growth and great things um, happening. We, and we've seen all kinds of, of measurable improvements uh, uh, across that spectrum of kind of indicators of, of things that, you know, data nerds and, and such follow. Uh, and we also know that not all people um, are enjoying those improved outcomes in the same kind of right. way. Um, you know, I think that it's um, should be concerning to all of us that, you um, 
um, you know, that Texas has a poverty level that's twice that than the, than, than, than the national average. And Waco's poverty level is twice that um, of the state of Texas. So, you know, 30% of children in Waco growing up hungry, as you well know, um, food insecure, um, living in po- poverty. Um, that should be concerning to all of us. Um, and I think that, you know, we have so many good people who really have a heart for Waco. Um, and, you know, we just need to kind of all get get on the same page and work together. And that's part of what the vision of Prosper Waco is and why Prosper Waco was, was created. So we were founded in 2014 um, by a small group of community leaders, um, including uh, then Mayor um, Duncan, Malcolm Duncan Jr., and who really recognized that some of these really persistent problems that Waco faced, um, no one institution or organization could change them alone. And so how could we get people working together to um, kind of create consensus around, you know, the things that we want to address and work on and the vision and uh, and then uh, aligning organizational activities to work towards that end, you know, identifying gaps, identifying needs, um, leveraging the strengths and assets that we have, reducing duplication of efforts. Um, and so that's really what the the role of Prosper Waco is. And it's not really to be the organization that is on the front lines doing the work, um, but is to be what what is called the backbone entity. Um, it's a collective impact model is the, the model for our work. And um, that's really my vision for the organization is um, for us to really continue to excel in um, facilitating a collective impact model for our, for the good of our community. Collaboration is is really the key because there is really no such thing as a one stop shop. Mm-hmm. At the same time, to have one place that people could connect mm-hmm. to connect to the shops that are all over and doing great work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, is that what I'm hearing you say? That oh, absolutely. I mean, I I think that. Um, one of the roles that Prosper Waco has is helping to create, um, you know, aligning efforts. And so that means that we're bringing all the partners together to the table. And I think that you can certainly understand, Howard, that, um, you know, and I, but prior to joining the chamber, I ran another area nonprofit Avance, which is now Inspiracion. Um, And I, you know, as the executive director of that organization know that, you know, when you're on the front lines doing work, you're kind of heads down in the weeds and serving the people who you are, you know, in your mission to, to serve. And um, so part of the role of Prosper Waco is to create a space to help people look up and to be forward thinking and to help, you know, get consensus around the goal that we that we share and what we're all going to do to get us there. And so, OK, you shepherd's heart, here's your here's your role. And, you know. How does that complement Caritas? What's Caritas doing? And what's what is Urban Reap doing for food insecurity? And how are we, you know, touching into urban agriculture and composting and really aligning all of the efforts um, so that everyone is working towards towards a shared a shared goal? Well, that's certainly one of the things that, that we're seeing is is at the heartbeat of who we are mm-hmm. and what we're wanting to accomplish as well, because yeah, hunger is just one symptom of a much, much bigger problem, and it's easy to throw food at the problem and put a Band-Aid on mm-hmm. it and say, oh, haven't we done a great mm-hmm. thing? But as you said, if we have our head down and we're just plowing through, mm-hmm. 
And we're seeing missing the bigger bigger picture that's important to mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. And so I think adjusting our perspective mm-hmm. is something that Waco uh, Prosper Waco is going to to be very helpful at. Well, thank you for that word of encouragement. I mean, that certainly is kind of our heart and and desire. I think that there are are several core functions that Prosper Waco brings to the community and that helping to create spaces for alignment is is one of them. Um, You know, data and data and evaluation is another. And so we have some tremendous resources. We um, have a PhD level researcher on staff who, um, you know, is all who is available to community partners and really able kind of digs into data. Sometimes it's easy to get um, national data or state data, um, but it's hard to get more localized data. So we at Prosper Waco invest in a resource called Roundtable, um, Waco Roundtable, and where individuals and partner partners can log on you know, create profiles, log on and and kind of look at very um, localized data across a number of metrics and outcomes that the metrics that we're that we're tracking. Um, you know, I think another piece of that is evaluating the work that we're doing. Um, so as we're developing in these, you know, shared action plans to address an issue such as food insecurity, how are we doing? How are we doing in, in that? Have we increased the number? Uh, have we reduced the number of, of SNAP dollars that we're leaving on the table? You know, we, we know we have a huge number of people who qualify, who are eligible for SNAP, but choose not to enroll. Mm-hmm. Can we help help them ha- increase their access to, to food through healthy, healthy, nutritious food through SNAP? Are we getting those people enrolled? Um, you know, tracking that kind of, doing that kind of evaluation is also a key role that Prosper Waco has. Um, to know how we're doing as a community and reaching the goals that we've set for ourselves. Awesome. Now, do you see a place for the business community in in the vision for what what you're doing? Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, obviously, uh, that's where I you really love working with with the business community coming from you know the local and then state chambers. Um, but I think that, you know, when I think about poverty in Waco, um, you know, and, and you think about how to break cycles of poverty, it's an education, Howard. And that education and that affects everything. So we know that that health outcomes later on in life are improved the higher the educational attainment is. And so, um, you know, at the same time, when I think about so how do we you know strengthen our education pipeline, um, in my mind, there's always kind of to users or clients or customers, if you will, of the education systems. And this for both, you know, K-12 and for post-secondary. And one is the student itself. So how do we ensure that our those systems are student-centric? Centric? Like they need to be serving the students so that the students are prepared for the next step. The other part of this is the jobs that are being created. And so how can we align our education systems, both K-12 and post-secondary, with the end user, which is ultimately the business community? Um, and so, you know, to, to be able to do that, the business community has to speak into that. Um, you know, I'm, we are fortunate in Waco that we have um, multiple strong chambers of commerce throughout our community. And certainly the Greater Waco Chamber um, is, you know, is really nationally recognized as, as being one of the, the strongest chambers, um, you know, 
consistently winning awards at the Texas State Chambers uh, right. of Commerce Association. Um, so, yeah, there absolutely is a role for for business um, for business to engage both in the education and workforce, and then also financial security. You know, we know that um, that people need access to good paying jobs. And so what does that look like um, in hiring? What does that look like in offering competitive wages? What does that look like in being a, a you know, a family friendly workplace? Um, but and, and how and how can businesses offer on the job training uh, to help to help workers develop the, the soft skills that they may need to be successful? Um, so there's lots of different places for for business and industry to plug in. But um, in my mind, that's a really, really critical linchpin of how we solve for and address the, the kind of persistent poverty uh, in our community. If I heard you correctly, this is maybe a very over, greatly oversimplified explanation. But you ask the business community, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And they say, we need stacks and stacks of round pegs. Mm-hmm. And we look at the school system and say, okay, let's make square round pegs. Mm-hmm. And the school system says, no, all we can do is make square pegs. We're at an impasse, right? Mm-hmm. So it takes those two working together so that what the business community needs, mm-hmm. the education side knows, oh, this is what they need. All we have to do is make this adjustment, and we're producing what the business community needs. And then we begin to to make some real impact mm-hmm. on really what we're targeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that that um, description and uh, that it, that. Uh, analogy. I think that's really accurate. And, you know, I think that we have, we're also really fortunate in Waco that we have schools, school districts that are really willing to be adaptive and innovative. I think that, you know, we can see the the Greater Waco Advanced Manufacturing Academy, you know, Guama, yes. as we call it, and also Guaca, the Health Advanced Healthcare Academy. Yes. Um, you know, we have one of my old assistant principals from Lake Air Middle School is now, you know, leads up the CTE, Ms. Lisa Saxonian with WISD. All right. And, yeah, I know. Uh, Ms. Sachs. I know Lisa. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she was always yeah, Miss Sachs to me. I, I, I knew her as Lisa. <laughs> <That's> so. <laughs> uh, not, I don't didn't know her because I was in the assistant principal's office, let's be clear. Okay. Uh, but. <laughs> gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> uh, but. You know, really doing great work of 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 helping this the school district and systems to kind of align with business needs. The other part of that is, you know, I think uh, just communicating um, outwards to to students and to the to parents about you know career and technical education, vocational education as um, as a very viable path towards gainful employment, gainful meaningful impactful employment. Uh, and so I think that there's you know. I think that's where we all as community leaders have a role to really step up and say, you know, this, you know, t- going to TSTC or, you know, whatever, you know, going to Guama or Guaca is not, you know, you, the auto shop of years past, which also, by the way, actually also was a great path yeah, towards, yeah. You know, towards employment, towards meaningful employment right. and, 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 a, and a family sustaining wage. Um but to really reduce some of the stigma around that. And so I think in my mind, as I think about the future of Prosper Waco, you know, collective impact as a model and it's like academic iteration has several core elements. And one of those is continuous communication. 
And so I think about there's a role to help facilitate communication to our partners. Um, so, you know, that's like if you think about food insecurity, the organizations who are you know, coming to the table to talk about a, a shared vision for reducing food insecurity are stakeholders uh, such as public and private sector partners, um, you know, city, the county, uh, but also to the community at large. And so how do we um, identify the mess that the audience that needs to receive the message and place a message that they can hear in a place yep. where, where they go to get their where they get their information exactly uh, <laughs> and so you know I, I see that building public will through communication is a really really core role of Prosper Waco and quite frankly that's part of the reason for this podcast because mm -hmm. more and more people are getting their information from YouTube yeah you know, if you got to fix something. You YouTube it. That's right. If you got to uh, change the light bulb, okay, what kind of light bulb is it? It's a, it's a weird one. Yeah. Right. Has someone else done that? Sure they have, and they've posted it. Right. And so to take advantage mm -hmm. of these kinds of, of tools are really important for all of us because it is the future as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm really impressed that you guys have a podcast. I, you know, I told you, I thought it was just audio, <laughs> came in casual today, and uh, you've got this whole, this whole beautiful setup. So congratulations for the way you guys have leaned into this technology of the future, Howard. <laughs> well, we, we want to make a difference in Waco and not just, again, not just uh, fix a problem. We want to mm -hmm. fix the problem. But all of Waco benefits mm -hmm. when Waco comes together and, and brings all of our strengths to the table so mm -hmm. that they're available like a big smorgasbord. You can yeah, go absolutely. through and get what you get your favorite or get what you need. Right. And so yeah. I appreciate you coming and sharing yeah. uh, with us today. Now, what does Jessica do for fun? Well, I have two teenage boys. Um, and I said for fun. <laughs> that was my point. There's no fun. <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> no, I really, you know. Um, no, I'm sure they're great. I, I love, they are. They're really, they're really good boys. Um, are they also at Waco High? My oldest is at Waco High. My youngest is at Vanguard. They're each where they need to be. I'm really pleased with um, the experiences that they're each having in their, in their schools. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't think I would be as open to, to putting them in, in private schools, but, um, after they completed elementary school, which they were in a parochial school, but, um, they're where they need to be and they're, they're thriving. They're good boys. They're not getting in trouble. They give me, a, they're loud and they're, they're smelly uh, and their friends are, are the are also, and they're always at our house. <laughs> hey, you know uh, where they are. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. No, I mean, I love, you know, Waco is such a cool place. Um, I love, I think Cameron Park is just a gem of our community. And so I um, spend a lot of time on the trails. I try to get out there as often as I can several times a week at least. What's your favorite trail? Oh, I don't think I have a favorite. I mean, I think it depends. I try to I sometimes park. I park anywhere. I most often park at Northern Gateway or or um, Lover's Leap or Jacob's Ladder or Redwood Shelter. And then we'll go up and down or some little components of it. I like I like California 56 is one of my favorites if I'm starting at Redwood Shelter to get uh -huh. kind of the bamboo forest yeah, that's, feel. That's yeah. I love that one. I also love going over and doing Highlander and That one's my yes, favorite. Yes. I I, I love going I do like I like going down uh Bat Cave and then we'll go up yeah. Highlander. Yeah. Uh that's one of my favorites and 
I go up at Cape. If I went down, yeah. I'd go down too fast. Yeah. I sometimes, well, sometimes I'll, then I'll close. I'll come back up. I'll do Highlander all the way up and then back up, up back, back Cape to get to my car. So that's really, you know, I, I, uh, I'm just grateful for this community. I mean, I think that, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm an introvert and a homebody. And so between work and school, um, I serve on a state board that I love. I just spent this weekend down in the Rio Grande Valley, the latter part of last week through through Saturday, learning with other, you know, just amazing group of individuals from across the state. So those are the kind of things that are life giving to me to kind of think about the big issues facing Texas, think about how we can learn from from um, other communities that are doing things well. Um so, yeah, I'm a nerd. I, I, that's I, that's incredibly fun to me. I read. And then and then all the things that are not fun about parenting, cleaning, <laughs> cooking, all that stuff. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, Jessica, is there anything else that, that you just want Waco to know? Hmm. Well, you know, I'm just really excited, Howard, to have the opportunity to be to serve as um in this position of leadership, I do, you know, I wrote on in my first Prosper Waco blogs that leadership, I don't believe is a position, but an activity. Um, and that all of us are called to lead in whatever, whatever our role or sphere is. And so uh, that being said, I do feel like this community asset of Prosper Waco has been entrusted to my care. Um, and I'm really honored for, for the opportunity um, to, to serve in, in this, serve the community in this capacity. Um, you know, when I went to work for our state chamber and they asked, you know, what it would take to get me there in Austin, I said, well, how about you let me commute just a couple times a week, which ended up not being just a couple times a week. Uh, but because this is home and I really love this community and I love like, this is, this is where uh, my, our relation to my children will graduate from here. I'm committed to being here. This is where my family is. Um, and so I, you know, I think that Every organization goes through a period of, you know, there's has different iterations. Um, and I'm just personally really excited um, for the path ahead for Prosper Waco. I think that it has um, had some really, really impactful work over its history, over its short 10-year history. Um, and I'm looking forward to the opportunity to continue to build on that and also to kind of bring my own uh, touch and flavor to that in listening through to community partners like you. Um, Howard and like so many other people who have who have been sharing things that, you know, their reflections and observations on, on Prosper Waco. So uh, stewardship matters. And in this case, stewarding, stewarding what's been given to us, whether it's financial resources, the environment, Cameron Park, um, or in this case, this organization. And um, I'm just I, I'm grateful to the community um, to be willing to continue to engage and listen and work with Prosper Waco. I think it, there's a really a strong need and I'm excited to, to get to be a part of the continued work. Well, I can say that I'm excited about your accepting that stewardship and I'm, I really appreciate all the wealth of experience and perspective that you're bringing to this table at this time to Prosper Waco. Uh, thank you so much, Howard. And pun intended. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me.